In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change, while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the means to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! And outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Everybody come to the Breakfast Club. I call this the hot seat. <laughs> You're alive. You're alive. Can I live? You are out of control. I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so petty. Why are y'all so petty? most dangerous morning show, DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Made for everybody. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne is running a little late, and it's Thursday. Morning, everybody. It's Thursday. Weekend is almost here. Tell me about it. I can't wait. You and me both. <laughs> today is my little baby's birthday. Uh, it's Brooklyn's birthday. She turned six today. Drop a bomb for little Brookie Chew. So is she the middle child? 
Um, I get, nah, well, yeah, I guess kind of, sort of, because she's child number five. Oh, no, so she's not. So, I don't know how many kids you have. I uh, was yeah, like, wait a minute. I'm six, so yeah, she's... <laughs> Well, she's like the middle child now because Madison is out the house. Of course, Madison has her own place. She's in college. Logan's out of here next year, so she's kind of like the middle child. You have adults and babies. Yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's a lot of fun. So we're not <laughs> we're actually not doing her birthday party until school starts because she wants a lot of her friends to be there. So we're gonna do a little something for her today, and then uh, we'll do a, a a big extravaganza when school starts, so she can invite her friends and all that other stuff. So she's super duper excited. Right. So happy birthday. She just wanted to uh, have a little bit of cake and uh, just play with mommy and daddy all day. So we're going to have a little fun at the crib later on. So happy birthday, Brooke, at you. What you doing? I'm in Martha's Vineyard. And when I tell you yesterday, I fell asleep. So or I was exhausted. I had a long day, as you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the night before that was a long night. But I just want to thank everybody who's been hitting me up. It's I can't even keep up with it. And you know what's crazy out here? The phone does not work at all. So I have to go on like FaceTime audio or whatever, go online just to use my phone. So I was a little nervous the Wi-Fi wouldn't work, but the Wi-Fi is okay. Good, 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 good. I used to go to Martha's Vineyard as a, a, a kid. My aunt Were v, you in Jack and Jill? No, I was not in Jack and Jill, but my Aunt V was, I believe, a member. So she used to take I, This us, is my first time ever coming here. Really? No, she used to take us sometimes in the uh, summer. There's like a, a a week, two weeks where it's nothing but black people there and, and, and they take over Martha's Vineyard. It was a lot of fun as a kid. So me and my cousin used to go. We used to play, meet people. It was pretty cool. It's Martha's Vineyard and then it's it's uh and where is Martha's Vineyard? Is it like off off of Boston or around I know it's near Boston? Yeah. Yeah, you can either fly directly here or you can I think take a ferry from Correct. Boston or something like yeah, that. Yeah. This is my first time, so I don't know that much about it, but mm-hmm. I mean, I, I didn't even get a chance to explore. I got here, and when I tell you, I was like, ans- I was finally looking at some of the messages, trying to answer people, and then I passed out. Okay. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Congratulations again. So many people called, man. They're just happy for you. I'm happy that the world is happy for you, and I'm excited to see what you do next. Thank you. Now, Will Packer. Uh, okay. Oh, no. I was going to say, Will Packer and Idris Elba will be joining us this morning. They got a new movie called mm-hmm. Beast. So Beast. We'll, so we'll be chopping it up with them about that. And also, you got front page news. What you talking about? Yes, you know, ga- uh, gas prices are going down. So people are excited about that. But at the same time, food prices are skyrocketing. And we'll give you the explanation. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises, or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. 
Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The Breakfast Club, good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the page news. You're listening to the last days of The Breakfast Club as you know it. Shut up. Oh, we don't have a drop that says that. Need a drop. Because no one said it. Okay. You're, you're listening to the last days of The Breakfast Club as you know it. Go ahead, G. Where we start? All right. Well, gas prices have gone below $4 for the first time in months, so people are relieved. While that is great, uh, it's still a lot higher than it was last time. Uh, this time last year, it's still 25% higher. But gas prices have gone down, so hopefully it'll continue. So what changed, though? Because we're still in, in problems <laughs> with Russia, so what changed? A rerouting of where we get our oil and crude and oil products from. Okay. I got to know. I haven't noticed because, you know, uh, the gas prices have been so high that when you go to the gas station now, when you say fill it up, you don't even want to look back because, you know, it'll hurt your feelings so bad. So I haven't even noticed if it went down. I still only put $50, whatever it is. I, I, I filled up yesterday. I don't. Remember, I didn't even look and see what it was. Hmm. I just gave them my card. All right. Well, food prices are still skyrocketing, by the way. If you guys have noticed that when you go to the supermarket, the cost of eggs is up 38 percent. 
And prices for a lot of other goods have also jumped. Flowers up almost 23%. Orange chicken. juice is crazy. Sorry. Okay. You keep on complaining about <laughs> that, Orange right? is crazy. It's up 18%. Milk is up 15.6%. Uh, there's a number of factors that are a reason for that. A deadly avian flu has meant fewer eggs in the U.S. A severe drought in Brazil is why coffee prices are up. The war in Ukraine led to a spike in prices for wheat in the spring. So they said those um, prices, it's going to take a while longer for those lower costs to pass through to consumers while certain things are falling in price. And plenty of other costs like fuel, labor and packaging have also been high. And because supply has been dis uh, disrupted, demand is also growing. So that also adds to the higher price. Yeah, man. The price of whiting is high, too. I mean, whiting been high for a while, though, because, you know, we having a, a fish fry this Saturday in Most Corner, South Carolina. So I was like, damn, whiting cost this high, whiting this much? Damn. Goodness all gracious. All right. And FBI Director Christopher Ray was discussing um, everything that's been going on. You know, the FBI agent searching Mar-a-Lago, which is uh, Donald Trump, the former president's uh, house, his estate. Uh, they said that they are concerned, though, about threats to law enforcement. There has been a huge uptick in threats to the FBI and to other law enforcement right now against rank and file FBI agents in the wake of that raid. If you guys recall, Donald Trump put out a statement Monday saying that federal investigators were there and that they had gotten into a safe. And so now there's all these violent threats. So here is uh, what Christopher Ray has to say about that. Violence against law enforcement uh, is not the answer, no matter what anybody's upset about or, or who they're upset uh, with. Uh, and I think we have in this country had over the last few years uh, an alarming rise in violence against law enforcement. Last year, uh, there were 73 law enforcement officers around this country who were killed in the line of duty, as in murdered in the line of duty. That's the highest number since 9-11. Uh, and it takes an incredibly special person to be willing to get up every day and give his or her life, sacrifice his or her life for a total stranger. Uh, and so it's important uh, that we view the men and women of law enforcement as people, uh, as a resource to cherish. I agree. And just as a reminder, Christopher Ray was appointed by Donald Trump in 2017. Mm -hmm. And I agree with Christopher Ray. Nobody should uh, have to feel like that. But now you know how every single black person who was part of a civil rights organization felt during the days of the head nigga killer in charge, J. Edgar Hoover, whose name is on the FBI building, by the way. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. The it last days of the Breakfast Club as you know it. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, man? It's T.I. 803. What's 803, up, Jenkinsville. There you go, Charlamagne. You got it right. Yes, what's sir. <laughs> get it off your chest. Hey, man. Hey, DJ, hey, yes. I support everything you do, man. And I want to say happy birthday to your daughter and all that, man. I want to say that first. Thank you. Hey, but you be hanging up on people from the South, man. Like, every time I hear people from Brooklyn or the Brooklyn Bronx, they let everybody talk about 10 minutes, man. I'm trying to get stuff out of I agree with you, bro. It's very disrespectful. That's I wish you would stop doing that. Goddamn lie. Right. Hey, like the great $103,000 South, I've nothing to say. You so, know what I'm saying? So say it. <laughs> well, you know, Hey, but anyway, support my nephew, man. He got a new song out. His name Trout Crew. He got a new song and video out on all his streaming platforms. It's called It Go Down. 
check it out. Run them views up. And I appreciate it. Once again, Angela, we're going to miss you. But I'll tune in to your show. Thank you. I appreciate it. The last days right. of the Breakfast Club as you know it. As we know it. Hello, who's this? Yo, this your boy, Rue. Rue, what up? Get it off your chest. Yo, I got to get it off my chest with Angela Lee, yo. I, 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 I'm bittersweet right now. You know what I'm saying? But who going to keep y'all knuckleheads in line? You and Charlemagne. Y'all my boy, but dad, who gonna keep y'all up in line? God. They figure it out. Y'all still figure it out. <laughs> I mean, we're not really in line right now. I mean, it's not a straight line. Oh, come on. Get it? It's not a At straight all, yeah. line. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo, yo, what's up, y'all? This is Leo, man. Leo, what up? Get it off your chest. Man, hey, ye, before you get to David Ruffin, uh, can we get a ye make before you leave, man? Absolutely. You know that's one of the reasons she's leaving. One of the reasons she's leaving is because she couldn't uh, come to terms with Envy about doing ye mixes. (laughs) So she gonna do her own. Yeah, like Envy would leave and not be in the studio, but he always would leave a mix. Yep. And lock it in so I couldn't do anything. I guess he didn't find that funny. (laughs) Hello, who's this? You hung up on him. I didn't hang up on him. Hey, hey, you ain't hung up on me. This is me. Hey, what's going on, DJ Envy? What's Charlie up? Charlie God, Angel Yee. Peace, bro. Bro, get it off what's your up? chest. Bro, I've been on the breakfast club like, what, seven, eight times now. Y'all don't remember me, but Angel Yee, thank you for all these years. Your flowers are overdue. We love you. We want to see you. And without you there, the butt buddies don't go crazy. Who are the butt buddies? <laughs> Who are the butt buddies? What show is that? <laughs> Who is going to protect Envy? Envy? Who Who's going to protect You might change the name to the butt buddy club. No, no, we not. Club? No, hey, the, the Butt Buddy Club, the BBC. No, you gonna wear the t-shirts? No, <laughs> no, goodbye, man. You're not gonna wear the no, t-shirts. Get off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's up? Get it off your chest. Man, I'm upset about John Stewart yesterday talking about <clears throat> never has he ever seen a group of people fight so hard to get so little. <laughs> what? You gotta be kidding me, man. Yeah, he ain't paying attention to black people. He ain't paying attention <laughs> to Native Americans. And you know, I love John Stewart, but yeah, I'm with you. You know, they got what they wanted past, but I, I just don't get it, man. I'm trying to figure it out. I, 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 you seen Boys in the Hood? What, what, did, what did the urban philosopher Doughboy say at the end of Boys in the Hood? Either they don't know, don't show, or, don't. or don't give a damn about what's yeah. going on in the hood. Facts. All day. All right, brother. Have a good one. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, Envy? What's up, Trav? Oh, no, where's my girls? Plus, Envy, where's my girls? Yee. Uh, I thought you talking about Charlamagne. Yeah, I thought you were talking about Charlotte, too. Yeah, yeah. What's so where's my Trav? girls? I'm talking. To, I'm talking to you first. Sorry, my girls. Hey, y'all, boo. Y'all had a, y'all had a bit stressed. Y'all had a bit stressed. Well, oh, you stressed? I, I didn't know what was. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what was going on. I thought. I thought my. I thought my show was ending. Sorry, what's up, sorry? Peace, sis. How are you? I'm. I'm doing good now. Now that I know what's happening. Congratulations to you. You deserve. You deserve, as the Mama D would say, you deserve. You deserve. You deserve congratulations to you, bro. Thank you, Trav. I know I'm gonna still be hearing from you, right? Oh, of course. But listen, you know you already know you definitely gonna still be hearing from me. Uh, definitely can't wait to see you and Angela E. Day. Definitely can't wait to see you and Angela E. Oh yeah, e. that's Day. coming up. 
August 27th yeah. in Brooklyn. Got a lot of surprises there. It's a big one. It's definitely me. coming up. And I want to talk about all these dumb people that were sitting there being followers, trying to act like the Breakfast Club has not been such a staple in the community, been giving so many people so many things for years. And y'all was out here trying to celebrate because y'all thought that it was over. But yep. now y'all feel dumb. But Trav, you all just a bunch of followers. Trav, you always got to remember in life there's the rule of 10. Three people going to like you. Three people not going to like you. Four people not even going to give a damn or they going to be on the fence. That's the world we no, live in. No, a lot of people just saw other people celebrating. So they just they just fell in line. Yeah, but 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 to my point, did you see all the people that were like you that were celebrating us and that were upset? Did you see the shade room post, the Breakfast Club's greatest moments, and the the, the, the caption literally was, "People online are uh, the Breakfast Club is trending because people are celebrating their favorite moments from the Breakfast Club." We don't got to focus on the negative, even though you know the negative is going to exist, my brother, our sister. Okay, are they? Yeah, you right. You 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 right, sis. You right, sis. And there's one more thing before I let y'all go. If y'all did a PPP loan, y'all going to jail, bitch. You going to PP oh, prison. Going to <laughs> you going to PP prison. Bye. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. We got rumors on the way? Nipsey Hussle will talk about a new honor for him on what would have been his 37th birthday. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. All right, well, Portsmouth, Virginia is paying tribute to Missy Elliott. That's where she's from. The city council unanimously voted to honor her with her very own street. So congratulations to Missy Elliott. It's not going to affect the addresses of existing or future developments, including residential areas. Now, Missy Elliott went on social media and said, I am forever grateful P-Town VA 757 Love. Now, this name change was also proposed by Aaron Carter, who is a family friend of Missy Elliott. She said, we don't do a good job recognizing our own heroes. That's right here from Portsmouth. Growing up, I learned that this same girl who has received all these awards performed at the White House. She grew up right here in our city of Portsmouth. Children shouldn't have to look to another city to see greatness. Portsmouth. But yeah, I would say this. Uh, shout oh, that's how you say it? Portsmouth? Portsmouth. Yeah. Uh, I would say shout to the 757, you know, with the Hampton University. They have so much talent there that doesn't get recognized, and people forget that it's actually from that area. Like, if you think about it, it's Mike Vick, Allen Iverson, uh, you got uh, the Neptunes, you got the Clips, you Teddy have Riley, Timberland. Right? Teddy Riley's from Harlem, but he did most of his work mm-hmm. out there. You got Timberland, you got Missy. There's so many people in Mad that area. Mad Skills. Mad Skills. Skills. He's from Richmond. You got Chris Brown from Richmond, Trey Songs from around that area. So many people Isn't in that. Isn't D'Angelo from there? Uh, D'Angelo's from Richmond as well. But you got so many people from that area of Virginia. It's just so dope. I don't know what's in the water. That's, that's why I think he did that concert, something in the water, because there's so many talented people in Virginia. We're so. dropping the clues bombs from Missy Elliott. Mm-hmm. And they say you can commit almost any crime on that street and you will only be charged with some misdemeanor. But I'm That's what I heard. Missy Elliott Boulevard. <laughs> Shout out to Missy, man. All right, now. Busta Rhymes will be honored as an icon at the 2022 BMI R&B Hip Hop Awards. So congratulations to him. What the hell is that? That ceremony will be BMI. Oh, yeah, I just never heard of the awards. Like the publishing I heard of BMI. Company? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they have an R&B Hip Hop Awards show, and that's going to be taking place, uh, that ceremony, at Live in Miami on September 7th. Well, Busta Busta so deserves according- it all. <laughs> Live? At re- that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a Sunday. That's so it's regular night. 
Is that a Sunday, I don't know, September seventh? Mm-hmm. This sounds like oh, the first annual BMI uh, R and B. No, it's a Wednesday. It's actually a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. Is this the first annual? I don't know if it's the first one that they've ever done. Oh. Well, congratulations to Bus yeah, Bus. Yeah. A bomb for Bus. Stop on a clean bomb for Bus for Bus. Now, the president said, uh, uh, as one of the pioneers of hip-hop, we are excited to honor Busta as a BMI icon. Through his award-winning solo work, countless collaborations and acting, Busta is a true innovator in every sense of the word and has made a dynamic impact on legions of fans and music creators worldwide. That's an understatement. And by the way, that's the verses that we all all deserve, that we didn't get mm-hmm. Busta Rhymes versus Missy Misdemeanor Elliott, and it should have been, you know, the music and the videos as well. Mm-hmm. All right, now Nipsey Hussle is getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and that's going to be August 15th. It would have been his 37th birthday. So congratulations. I know his family will be in attendance uh, as that is happening. They also have a station named after him on the L.A. Metro Rail, by the way, a brand new station that will be named after him. So that station will serve the Hyde Park K-Line. It's located in Nipsey Hussle Square. Long live Nip Hussle the Great, man. That situation will never sit right with me. That situation will always feel like a glitch in the matrix. Mm-hmm. God bless me. All right, and G Herbo, you don't play with a man while he's around his children, especially. A clip recently went viral. A man ran up on G Herbo while he was holding his son and actually threatened him. It seemed like he was trying to be funny and joke around, but you take those things very seriously. And you can't play like that when somebody's with their kids. Listen to this. I beat your ass. What? My son to beat your ass. Him? Yeah. Say, say some, I want you to say something crazy about my son. Ah, knock your ass out right now. It's all fun and games to arm security, pull out and blast your ass. You can't be running up on no man while he out with his kids like that, bro. You can't run no man anyway. And you're threatening me and because at this point you're threatening me and my child. So yeah. it's not even about me. It's about the safety of my child. So I got to do what I got to do to protect my seed. Like that's a self, self-preservation is the Absolutely. first law of nature, y'all. Y'all going to learn the hard way about trying to go viral, bro. All right. And ain't nobody going to live stream from was, your funeral either. Not at all. Yesterday was the first day of trial over the Kobe Bryant crash photos and Vanessa Bryant was in court as her attorney described how sheriff's deputies and firefighters shared photos of her late husband, Kobe, and their daughter, uh, Gigi, and their remains after they were killed in that helicopter crash. She was actually sobbing. I can imagine, you know, that she would be. That's a really difficult thing to have to be on the stand talking about that invasion of privacy. It's a, a federal invasion of privacy suit. And so that has just launched yesterday in federal court. It's been more than two years since that uh, helicopter crash. She's seeking uh, she's seeking an unspecified millions in damages in her lawsuit against L.A. County over those graphic snapshots that were passed around by first responders. Damn, man, people are nuts. Like, why? Like, why would you want those pictures? Just to show off to people? I mean, it's stupid. We talked about this a long time. They should just give her whatever, whatever she's asking for. Like, 100%. That's totally foul. Like, 100%. come on. 100%. Shouldn't even be in court. Because once that's, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm sure it's not on the internet, but once something like that goes on the internet, it doesn't go away. So that means that you constantly will be re-traumatized forever. And reminded, yeah. Seeing that. Nobody wants to see that. Oh, yeah. Nah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Man, and if you could hear what some of the things that Vanessa Bryan had to hear in court, I mean, she was breaking down. There was one uh, instance where in one deposition that was heard in court, a detective said the pictures were sent to him and he asked his wife if she wanted to see the pictures, but she said no. Why would you want to see those pictures? 
what kind of groupie are you that you want to see the pictures of, of of a dead celebrity, a dead superstar? Like that's come on, man. That's insane. Uh, Detective uh, Scott Miller said in an interview, I told her there were piles of meat and then laughed loudly in the recording. And that's when Vanessa Bryant broke down after hearing such a crass, disgusting comment. Come on, man. Come on, man. Right, how much well, you, how much you asking is, for? Um, how much of the, I how don't much? know how much this lawsuit is for. I hope she, I hope, she, she, I hope, I hope she gets it all. Whatever yep. she, whatever she's get, trying to get, I hope she gets triple. And I feel like yeah, it should be some I mean, jail time involved and stuff like that. It's an unspecified millions in damages, so we don't know the exact amount. And don't you feel like it should be some type of jail time involved with that? That feels like some type of cruel and unusual punishment. Like, that feels like something you just oh should God, not be allowed to do. I agree. Morally, it's ethically, disgusting. criminally, like, like mm -hmm. I don't know, man. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Right. We got front page news. Next, what are we talking about? Yeah, let's talk about Donald Trump. And uh, he had to plead the fifth. Hello? Did she yeah. drop? Oh, okay. Oh, all right. I, I know this is the last days of the Breakfast Club as we know it, but I was like, damn, ye. <laughs> Finish the sentence. I said Donald. Oh, you didn't hear me? I nah. said Donald Trump. He's pleading the fifth. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay. We'll get to that next at the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. Set cell phone reminders or place something you'll need in the back seat so you don't forget your child is in the car. Look for your baby before you lock. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future. 
building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Got my PrevNA 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Pay for by NHTSA. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Where we starting, Yeezy? Well, Joe Biden signed legislation yesterday that extends veterans' health benefits and to those people who were exposed to toxic burn pits and also praise John Stewart for his role in rallying public support in order to make Congress act. So here is Joe Biden speaking on this. To the veterans and their families here today and for all around the country, uh, uh, we can never fully thank you for your service and your sacrifice. And that's not hyperbole. That's a literal fact. Less than 1% of you, less than 1% of you risk everything to defend 99% of the population. As a nation, we have many obligations. I've been saying this for a long, long time. We have many obligations, only one truly sacred obligation, to equip those we send into harm's way and to care for them and their families when they come home. Now, John Stewart had lashed out at Republicans last month for blocking this bill. It's the Honoring Our Promise to Address Comprehensive Toxics Act, or the PACT Act, after a number of Republicans had previously... Um, Supported it. They then, you know, blocked that bill from happening. But now it did pass 86 to 11. So fortunately now this will be available for veterans. Yeah, man. I mean, salute to John Stewart. John Stewart speaks. White people listen. Okay. John Stewart proved that shame works. This is why I support shame in some cases. Because all of them deserve to be shamed. And uh, then they moved and uh, did the right thing. All right. Now, former President Donald Trump has invoked the Fifth Amendment and said he will not answer questions from New York Attorney General Letitia James. He was uh, invoking that as he declined to answer the questions yesterday. We told you he had a scheduled deposition and he said under the advice of his counsel and for all of the above reasons, I declined to answer the questions under the rights and privileges afforded to every citizen under the United States Constitution. Now, previously, 
Donald Trump had said that uh, invoking the Fifth Amendment actually means that you're guilty. He had said that at numerous occasions. Here's mm-hmm. what he's had to say previously. The mob takes the Fifth. For innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? When you have your staff taking the Fifth Amendment, taking the Fifth so they're not prosecuted, when you have the man that set up the illegal server taking the Fifth, I think it's disgraceful. Have you seen what's going on in front of Congress? Fifth Amendment, Fifth Amendment, Fifth Amendment. Horrible. Horrible. I love that he's consistent at being inconsistent. (laughs) I love it. Now, Attorney General Letitia James' office said, while we will not comment on specific details, we can confirm that today our office conducted a deposition of former President Donald Trump uh, and... He invoked his Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination. Attorney General James will pursue the facts and the law wherever they may lead. Our investigation continues. Now, the problem is he won't ever speak with someone, uh, you know, uh, that's going to ask him. You know, you once said that uh, taking pleading the fifth means that you're guilty. So are you guilty? He's not going to sit down with nobody that's going to ask him that question. No. You know, and by the time he does, it'll be four months from now. People will be moved on to something else. So they'll forget that uh, he's consistently inconsistent. Yeah, it was a roughly four hour deposition. And Donald Trump repeatedly said same answer when he declined to respond by pleading the fifth. So everything was just same answer, same answer. Mm. But just so you guys recall what this investigation is about, in January, Letitia James's office said they found significant evidence indicating the Trump organization used <clears throat> false or misleading asset valuations in its financial statements. That was to get loans, insurance, and tax benefits. So they are going to be having a, uh, this is a civil investigation that is nearing the end, and a decision over an enforcement action may come really soon. All right, and that is your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss G. Now when we come back, Idris Elba. How much I think hmm? how much I think Donald Trump is worth though? What do you think his net worth is? His net worth? Yeah, because he, he, he always M's, you know has a spin on it and I mean he got lies some yeah, he got, he got some he I mean got some it, he's listed at three billion. I don't know if that's the number, but yeah he got some he has properties he got some he, he, has, he has all types of things. Yeah skyscrapers. Yeah he got some he got some I'm bread. Sure all types of businesses. But all right when we come the back the bread is there. Yeah. Will Packer <laughs> and Idris Elba will be joining us. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Power 1051. The Breakfast Club. Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. The legendary Will Packer. Hey. Hey. What's happening? Man, wait, I feel like I answered a second. I was going to say that. I'm here. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Stop playing. I'm here. I'm on time. I'm here for y'all. He'll be here I don't second. know how many more of these shows are going to be. Angela didn't say yesterday, like, when it was over. <laughs> well, so I, is, I just came up. No, this is very true. Like, you yeah. know, right now, I guess we, is the official start of Angela Yee's farewell tour. It's the farewell tour. That's why I'm here. I ain't coming to see y'all. I'm not gonna lie, Shayla, um, who works with Will, also covered his Oscars. Yeah, yeah, she texted me last night and she said, "See you in the morning." I think she was trying to feel it out to see if I was gonna be here. here. Yeah, Yeah, nobody knew. (laughs) And I was like, "Can't wait." By the way, master marketing, everybody, well done. You know what I mean? Dropped the the cryptic tweet and had everybody buzzing and talking, and came up, and then you dropped a bomb about your own situation. Love it. Isn't it? Go black control the narrative. Isn't it sad that we know that how our coach is gonna respond? 
respond to stuff like that. Hundred percent. Because <laughs> if you came out like, oh, great news, good news, positive, that's right. You know, coming, <laughs> they got no retweets. Big positive announcement. That's right. Twenty-five retweets. No, no one would have cared. Nah, that's at right. All. Nope. <laughs> nah, we respond to the drama. That's what it is, though. That's so, all right. You produced the Oscars this year. Amazing job. Thank you, sir. You and Shayla too. Yeah, Shayla too. Shout out Shayla Cowan. Yep. First All Black producing team on Oscars. The most legendary historic Oscars ever. Talking about forever. We'll all be gone if you're talking about that. Yes. Like, no, absolutely. I mean, what other event in live television, arguably, would be talked about like this, like globally? You know what I mean? I, it's, you know. I just did like You gotta take the thing. good with the bad. You gotta take triumph with disaster. That's a Richard Kipling quote. That's true. One thing. Okay. It was a lot of Howard University oh God. talk and, or during that That's bed. the one thing? <laughs> it was all entwined and everything. No. Wanda Sykes on hosted it, Oscars? bro. Oscars? Yes. She's no, from Hamlin. I think you're thinking about the BET Awards. No, not the BET, BET Awards, too. But they I did a lot of Howard. I, I felt a lot of Howard. Not what you mean. First <laughs> of all, it was me. Started with me. Fam you. you. No, I'm fam you. You, how, how, you know, it's you a Hampton person. I can tell. <laughs> That's why he gets confused. And Wanda That's Sykes hosted it. She's Hampton alumni. Hampton, of course, of course. Wanda's Hampton. Yeah, all day. Uh, the actual trophy presenters were from North Carolina A&T. Yes. Like, real, real. It was, I thought it was dope, though, for It real. was the most, like, diverse, inclusive Absolutely. Oscars. And I don't use those, it's like, It's probably the first Oscars like that I've watched, like... Did you watch it? In its entirety, ever. And a lot of people don't. Yeah. How about the Beyonce opening? You yeah, know, I mean, we're not living, but I'm very proud of this show. Mm -hmm. As you can tell, we did our thing. Worked very hard. Really now, did. initially, were you a little upset or, you know, when the whole slap situation happened? Oh, of course. I mean, it was, you know, you worked so, so mm -hmm. hard, right? And you wanted to be remembered. And uh, by the way, it was an awful thing that happened. Mm -hmm. So, yes, the natural reaction is like, oh, I was just like, not like this. Right. Not on my watch. So what happened backstage? Fill us in on what happened backstage. Did you think it was a joke? Because you know, 100%. And are I'm you tired of talking about this? So I, you know, it's it's like therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting on the Breakfast Club couch right now. Yeah. The break is there. Uh, I'm, I'm backstage. I'm on. So me, Shayla, we got a bank of monitors. We watch everything that goes on. The director's in the headset. Chris comes up. He goes off book. No surprise there because it's Chris Rock. Right. She gives the look. You know, Will laughs. Y'all saw all that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Now Will approaches the stage. I still am just watching, right? I cringe like everybody when Jada gave the look because I was like, oh, man, that's my girl. She didn't, she didn't think, think it was funny. funny. Right, yeah. exactly. When he comes up, the slap happens. We all go, what, 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 that? You know, and the director goes, Will? And I said, shit. I just, like, I don't, <laughs> say my name. I don't, you know, I, I don't know. Because I was like, like okay. Which Will? They, right, well, and I was thinking, he was like, Will Packer, like, Will, is this your thing? Because, you know, he thought maybe this was a joke. And I was like, okay, we got we to gotta pay this off because that yeah. wasn't that funny. I'm absolutely thinking it's part of a skit. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I'm thinking is, okay, now what? Now we got, okay, come on, guys. Like, y'all did something. Like, what we doing? How we, you know. Then he gets back to the seat. That's when we all knew when he starts yelling, mm -hmm. right? You know, keep my wife's name. Everybody knows it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When he did that, that's when we realized. He's not kidding. Okay, this not is not a joke. And I had people ask me, like, well, why would y'all, you know, show Will in that moment? Why would you, like, pan the Will? Because what happened was, I think it was the Australian feed that didn't censor it, played it uncensored. You could hear exactly what he said. ABC, time delay, they bleeped it out. So if you were watching live in the States, you didn't necessarily see. You didn't hear what he said. Mm -hmm. Right. But what I tell people is that we had nowhere to cut to in that moment. 
right? Something was said from the stage. It was clearly a thing between Chris and Will. So you go from Chris, you go to Will. Like, if I cut to any other celebrity in that audience, they was looking crazy. Right. I would have had to cut to like a palm tree on La Cienega Boulevard. <laughs> I, I remember seeing Lupita's face when oh, that happened. I yo, was like, oh, man. Yo, that was... Lupita texted me later like, I know I'm a meme now, uh, but you did a great job. <laughs> I said, yo, you were everybody. You know what I'm saying? Why said, wouldn't you cut the Will in that moment? Oh, you do, but <laughs> some people felt like, oh, well, you're like playing into the drama. Like, yeah. you clearly know it's a negative situation. But it's all happening so fast. It's too. real time. Right. You have nothing else to cut to. You're just following the ping pong ball. That's so, basically what So, it now was. what happens when, because we see the break and everybody start talking? Did you run out and say, let me have a conversation with these brothers? Or? No, because I'm talking to Chris. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Hey. I'm in the back. What's up? Who came in? What's up? What's up, bro? What's up, bro? How's it going? What's up, bro? You good? What's up, fam? Good, he had to get his like test results. Clearly, he's negative. Yeah. So. Did he? I don't know because interest. You know, that's the celebrity thing. Like, did y'all test interest? No, we don't he play. Yeah, Remember, I'm we the don't first. Play. I had, I had, I had season one COVID. Season the first. <laughs> I had the pilot. So. You had it when people thought it was fake, and that the government was paying you to say you had it. Hundred <laughs> percent. And I didn't Yo, get none of that money. He was the first high-profile black person to get it. Yeah, because that said it. No, no, no. I was the first to say it. I think he was the first to get it, brother. Brothers are sitting inside like, oh no, I'm about to die. Me too, but I was like, I can't let my people go. Yeah, yeah. Once you admitted you got it, that was a big deal. Yeah, nobody thought black people could get it until Idris. 100%. It was the internet rumor. Black people can't get it. And then I think the other thing that it was so early on with your wife, Sabrina, there with you, people were like, what would I do if my husband That was a good topic. Yeah, that was it. I think we made that a topic. We did make it a topic. Really? Would you isolate or would you stay there? Because she stayed. She stayed 100%. I told her not to get on the plane though. I said, no, stay, stay home. This is crazy. I don't know what this is. And she's like, nah, I'm on my way. Mm -hmm. Because she flew out to you, just to be clear. It wasn't like she yeah, was got on there the plane with you. Yeah, right. She came. No, yeah, she no, came. No, no, no. She came to him. Yeah. Right? Like knowing he had this mysterious, at the time, disease, we didn't know all the stuff. Like that's love. Well, that's she claimed she didn't know. I said to her, look, the test results, <laughs> you know, look like I have this. And she was in Atlanta on a connecting flight I was in the middle of uh, where was I uh, New Mexico yeah Mexico and she was yeah. coming from London had a connecting flight in Atlanta I got to speak to her I was like no don't come she's like click I'm coming or the other way around and then she kind of left and that was did, it. did you say no don't come or did you say 100% I, mean, I said don't no come. don't come but did like, you really no, mean no, 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 did you mean no, no, no. it <laughs> no no no, no, no. <laughs> so did she, she never got it uh, no, she yeah, she did, she did. Yeah, she, she did, yeah. isolated together. And you weren't scared yeah, we and nervous at all? Like, of course, man. Yeah, that's I mean, the time. That, it was like having, her, like, not herpes, uh, leprosy. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, herpes hurts? <laughs> I don't know about that. Leprosy. What is happening? That was like leprosy. But I did... I do want to make sure we get to the movie because y'all are on a very tight, tight schedule. Yes. Oh, we didn't finish the will. You want to put a button will, on yeah. the Will Smith stuff? Yeah, yeah. Well, so uh, when they were out talking to Will, when everybody saw that, I was back with Chris. That's the answer. So I immediately went to Chris, went to him backstage, talked to him, and I'm. He, he, it was very clear in that moment that he wanted to push past it. Even in the moment when mm -hmm. he was like, "Yo, this is effing crazy." Mm -hmm. It was every option was available at that time in terms of how he wanted to handle it. He was like, man, F this. I'm going to after party. I'm getting some drinks. Like, I'm out. I'm mm -hmm. just, this is stupid. This is crazy. It's right. dumb. No, don't, like, do whatever was being offered to Will. He was like, ah, no, I'm out. I'm leaving. And so he left. It wasn't the Will that we, you know, came to know and love. And so in that moment, I said, let's finish the show. Mm -hmm. Right? Chris allowed us that for sure. So that, I will say. 
So we saw the apology video from Will. I loved he's going through his process. I, I you know, I encouraged the brother with the, I like his vulnerability. He's mm -hmm. talking about it. He's trying to heal. And so this is like, you know, that national, global right. healing, reckoning moment. Will we allow him that grace? Will we allow him to be the person we know him to be? Or will we judge him forever by that one moment? We shall see. We're not going to judge him by that one moment. That's just ridiculous to reduce somebody to the worst moment, right? But I, agree. I, th I thought I saw you say that his apology wasn't sufficient enough, though. No, he just dropped a, a video. Yes, yes, yes. Right, so anything that I said, I haven't really spoken Oh, you talk, okay, so you were talking about the apology from the Oscars. When he came up and gave his speech, yeah. a lot of people thought he was going to directly address Chris in that moment. Got so you. did I. That's another got reason you, I wanted you. to keep him there and finish the show because, mm -hmm. you know, he was a favorite to win. We knew he was going to win Best Actor. And I thought, you know what? He can stand up here and make all this you know, not go away, but much better. Right. And a lot of people felt like I, I haven't commented on this main, but a lot of people felt like his apology, his uh, acceptance speech did not go far enough. I agree. You see what I'm saying? All right, we got more with Will Packer and Idris Elba. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Idris Elba and Will Packer. Yee. Here's a fun fact. I I met Idris uh -oh. a long time ago, first season of The Wire. You were with my boy Hassan Johnson, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he DJed at a party, and I didn't know he was a DJ way, mm -hmm. way, way, way back Way then. back. It was season one of The Wire. That's right. Did man. you know he and had an I accent? Yeah. Oh, okay. knew that. <laughs> I never when knew he that until I heard it. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that back in the day. No, but you're saying that when I when I when it first came out, that I had an accent. I had like a real complex about it. I could like when people I'd go up to people and talk, and be like, "Yo, what's up, man?" They'd be like, "Yo, man, why are you talking like that, bro? <laughs> <laughs> ah, get out of here!" I was like, "Okay." That man gave me a complex about my accent. Really? Yeah. And so, so it's funny that people see you DJing and doing music, but they didn't know that you've been doing that also. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I started the I started DJing. And then, you know, I was on pirate radio for a little bit when I was in the teenagers. So DJing was always it. But when I when I came to New York and I was auditioning and wasn't getting any money, a DJ to pay the, bills. pay the bills, you know what I mean? Did DJ pay the bills though? I mean Because I feel like DJs Well, them bills wasn't high like these bills. Okay, yeah. It's a different <laughs> yeah. level of bills. Envy, <laughs> 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 me and you bucked up a few times yeah, yeah, there back in the day. Yeah, let's talk about the beast. Yeah, mm. I, I wanna know when somebody comes to Will Packer with a script. Yeah. It says, I got Idris Elba fighting lions. Because <laughs> that's all I see in the trailers, they're just fighting lions. Right. What compels you to produce this movie? I mean, does it make you want to see it? I'm looking at it like, what is this? I love movies like this. I saw Jamie's actually the person who came up with the idea. Is that true? Yeah, there's a woman named Jamie Premax. Mm -hmm. I know Jamie. Yep, shout out to her. Oh, Jamie. She's she's an idea machine, right? Mm -hmm. You know that movie, uh, Breaking In, I did with Gabrielle Union? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I saw that. saw that. That on was the plane. her idea as well. So <laughs> back in the day, old school Hollywood, people used to just pitch ideas. Ideas, mm -hmm. And then, you know, studios studios would make them. Now, you got to have a script and attachments and all that. Jamie's one of those people that's kind of old school. She comes with just an idea. So she called me and said, yo, Jaws with a lion. And hung up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Drops mic. I thought she was joking. <laughs> she hung up the phone. <laughs> like, what? Did you call back the chat? I was getting on a plane, so I didn't even. I couldn't. You know what I mean? I couldn't even call him. I sat so there for claws? four hours. Stop it. Claws. It's not. Claws. It's not. It's not. Now that you see it, that, that's the pitch. It, it claws is a show well, about nails. Huh. You know, everybody's wow. telling you to pitch this, pitch things like this now. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, I get Two word pitches. So I, I called Drift. 
so that's what happened. So nobody like came to me with the script and said, "Oh, what about interested?" Like you know, this is my guy. We've done six movies together. Mm -hmm. Five so far, three been number one. Like, this is our sixth movie. We'll see what happens. But reality is that when I have some, I don't call him about stuff unless I know it's, like, real. If I mm. call Driss and I'm excited about it, he knows, okay, it might be something. Mm. And so what I thought was, yo, actually, like, as crazy and silly as that idea is, mm -hmm. underneath the surface of that, like, we could actually do something. And mm. this movie's actually about a father, strange relationship with his daughter, a family mm. in peril. Mm. It's about poaching. It's about the, you know, the relentless nature and the scourge of poaching. poaching that happens in Africa mm. and it's about the fact that this lion is man-made we made this lion because of poaching because in real life the poachers separate the, the alpha males from the prides mm -hmm. and they become rogue lions now we took it to the extreme with this and it's one of those exciting man versus beast survival thrillers what do you They're, mean man-made lion what does that mean I mean that the uh, phenomenon in real life, mm -hmm. poachers come in and they do hunt these lions. Sometimes to get them out of the way so they can get to rhinos and elephants. Sometimes mm -hmm. to actually sell everything from their skin to their teeth to their claws, all of that. Mm -hmm. What happens oftentimes is that the alpha males get separated. They destroy the prize. Now that alpha male has nowhere to go. To try mm. to get into another pride, he'd have to kill the alpha male that exists. And they mm. ain't going for that. They'll kill him. So the violence begets violence. And so you end up with these, they call them nomadic <coughs> lions. I learned mm. all this stuff over there. Mm -hmm. And they will roam <laughs> because they don't have a home. We said, what if one of these lions realized that man is his true enemy? Mm. Right. What if the, one of them said, yo. And now they're hunting you. Absolutely. Mm. I'm coming back to take the true enemy out. And that's what happens in this movie. And there are some true stories around that. You know what I mean? Like, like lions don't typically go after man, but you know, when they they do they taste human blood they want it all the time it's easy meat so when he called you and pitched you this what was your first opinion when he said I want you to fight some lions I said no <laughs> you said, said no off the bat <laughs> <laughs> I said get that out of here so what made you decide to do it well you know look I like making movies in Africa right and I always like to see Africa set you know in a proper light you know get some story behind it so people mm -hmm. understand what you know how beautiful Africa is and this this story has a duality, it does that. You know, it talks about, like Will said, the poaching and how animals get destroyed and how our relationship with the environment is really important that we take care of that. But at the same time, you know, I, I've played fathers before and I think that, you know, fathers, black fathers especially get a bad rap. So I'm like, all right, let me try and change the narrative of some of the characters I play. And this had that opportunity with these these two little girls, you know, so. Um, For sure. So that's why we, we you know, we massaged this idea and thought about it and the, the all these elements came together. Will. I trust Will, you know, made a few films of him. Trust that when he makes a film that, you know, is going to speak to a culture and it's going to be relevant, he puts a lot of thought and time into it. And that's why, you know, even though these films are popcorn, these are, it's there for entertainment. No, this isn't a movie about poaching. It really is an entertainment thrill ride. You are jumping out of your seat. The you imagery is important, though, if I could just drop that, mm -hmm. because, you know, this is it just playing a father to two daughters. That mm -hmm. father-daughter dynamic, that black father with two mm -hmm. black daughters, mm -hmm. they are in peril. Typically, you see, you know, the black supporting actor with the white family, right? Mm -hmm. So I just, I'm always in my stuff and in my work going to try to push mm -hmm. the envelope and put images out there that we don't typically see. So. I, haven't, I haven't seen it, but hearing you describe it, it makes me feel like, it's gonna sound crazy, maybe, but it seems like Idris and the Lion have a lot in common. They absolutely do. Yes, yeah. parallels. And, yeah. and you're a For widow sure. in it, right? That's right. He, and so that yeah. is. Mm -hmm. He's dealing with a lot of loss. He lost his wife. His children lost, you know, their mother, and his children lost him to some degree. Mm -hmm. So he's like out there in the wilderness, you know, a little bit lost as well. And I think this story, you know. You know, for some of the audience who I saw, the, I saw it at the premiere and, you know, people are following the story 
uh, the, the, the the human story as much as they are like, where's that line? Yeah. <laughs> run, run. <laughs> and it's it's a good uh, it's a good film for that. I so saw your, I saw your um, twenty year old daughter on the red carpet with you too. By the way, beautiful. I can't believe your daughter is twenty years no, old. Man. No. So how did that play into you playing a father to daughters? Um, you know, your own experience is always gonna. Interestingly enough, my daughter auditioned for this role. She wants to be an actress, and she mm. <laughs> she auditioned. <laughs> and the, you know, it, it came down to chemistry in the end. You know, my she daughter was and very I. Good. She's great, but yeah. the, the relationship in the film and the relationship between my daughter was, was the chemistry wasn't right for film. Weirdly enough. Mm -hmm. She didn't. My wife, my daughter didn't talk to me for about three weeks. Wow, so, you know, that's cool. Yeah, I'll be kind of upset too. I try yeah, to I know. I mean, like the, you say we don't know chemistry as father and daughter. And, then, <laughs> and who called and said, "Hey, you didn't get the part." Him. I did. I called and talked to him. Right. I've known you had to. for a very long time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like Uncle Will. That's like you know my little niece, and she's amazing. And here's what I'll say: I'll give props to Idris because a lot of people, you know, you talk about nepotism, mm -hmm. like two mm. dads that are like for real, like want the best for their kids, but hard on them. Idris Elba and Ice Cube. Like, mm. real deal. Right. Like, Idris was definitely like, listen, I want her to put her through the ropes, you know, go in, give her a shot, audition. He auditioned with her. He was very tough on her, you know, and he said, listen, at the end of the day, we're going to make the best decision for the movie. I trust you will. Trust the director, Ball. Mm. And she was very good, very close. Idris is right. Some of the nuances of, like, that real-life relationship sometimes doesn't translate on screen. Right. On screen, yeah. But, you yeah. know, he was, he was tough But she was very her. gracious about it. You know, we, we, we got, you know, got through that, and, I, and I'm really uh, proud of her to go through that, you know what I mean? And and then not get the role but still come to the premiere. But you know? you're gonna be seeing her though. You're definitely <laughs> gonna be seeing her. Yeah, and that's, then, that's and part of the process. Especially if it's a role yeah. that her dad's not in, right? And she gets that, right? Which she will on her own. I just think that's an even better way to, yeah, uh, to I jump agree. into it's the Because you're gonna keep her in mind now when you see something and, and that's part of the casting process. You might not get this, but when I see something you're right for. 100%. Alright, well don't move. We got more with Will Pack and Idris Elba when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Idris Elba and Will Packer. I was shooting in another country with other rules and regulations. I mean, we say we. Will wasn't there. Hold on, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that on the breakfast. No, I'm joking, I'm joking. Don't do that on yeah, the breakfast. Don't, 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 don't drop a viral bag. Will Packer never goes to set. Not on the farewell tour. Okay, okay, one time. Okay, twice, on, maybe. Twice, you know. He came for the rap party. I'm upset because, you know, I mean, my guy's, you know, he's big Chris now. He's used to certain things. Those things didn't exist out there. We're deep in the bush. We're in tents, huts, you know what I mean? He said we? luxurious. Oh, my God. What do you mean? There's nothing of that. Like we, yeah. so he thinks about Africa, which is an amazing country, absolutely, absolutely. beautiful. Love They're two America. major cities, Cape Town and Johannesburg. They mm. look like American cities, That's right? right? We were five hours away from mm. the closest major city. Mm -hmm. We were deep, deep in it. Mm -hmm. So even my guy, even superstar, man, don't do all, that. all of that, no, don't had do that. to get out there and get in that <laughs> nature. Now I'm a method actor. I listen, don't tell you. you you definitely complained a couple times though when no. that, that that water wasn't hot. Are you a nature guy? Are you a nature guy, Andrews? Huh? Are you a nature guy? I don't mind nature. Okay. I don't mind nature. I don't like bats. Okay. Oh I my God! Up. No one likes bats. You tell well, a bat story? Yeah, man. Hundred percent. So I call you out. Now tell it right saying, now. Don't don't be like. No, no, no. Oh, it's a true story. It was my wife's birthday, and we're staying in this house. It was just a house, you know. It's got thatched roof and everything. In Africa, or here we back in, in, in Limpopo, okay. where we shot this. Yeah. Thatched roof, envy. So when he <clears> says <throat> that, that's not like American. You know, you have a real roof, you put straw roof. on it. These are thatched, like actual straw. Everything gets in these. Roofs. <laughs> okay. We we Go knew ahead, there were things in the roof because you could hear them oh, sleeping. Gosh. What is that? Oh, 
Something's scrolling across the roof. Oh. Anyway, it's birthday, you know, I'm like, baby, let's get in a shower together. Let's do that. But most like, cool, get in a shower. You know, what? And then she looks down and on the door. She sees something just hanging on for dear life, wet and hairy with wings. And she goes, what is that? I turn around. Listen, I got out of there so fast. <laughs> you left your wife? What? She's she doing it. Yeah. Let him just leave his wife with here's the, the Here's the logic behind leaving. There is no logic. <laughs> he was a method acting it's, because he was a method acting. You, you would never, I don't believe me. It's a two bit shower. I was like, all right, if I get out, I can open the door, take this thing out. Right? I didn't do that. I just left. <laughs> my wife was like, you left me. I was like, quick. Get out of there. Oh, it's so a wait, this is I the mean, same wife that flew in while you had COVID. Don't make it a story. Deadly disease. Don't make it a story. Don't make it a story. Don't make it a story. I want to make sure. It was a there was, there was a, a bat in my shower. And you left your wife uh, We this. out. We out. <laughs> no, we you out. no, you were out. We yeah. were both were out. I actually I was stayed. just out quicker. So who got the bat? You don't know. He has no idea. Um, you know, no, I left. Yeah, 100%. No, the cleaner, the, the person that looked after the house, she came I in. She's like, oh, these, these little things? Oh, Sabrina could be a vampire. Like, you don't even know yeah, what happened. You don't even know She's a vampire now. First of all, but, well, this is, it was a tiny bat. Oh, my bat. God. It that's like a, a good movie. Bat. Yeah, she wasn't in danger. That makes the story worse, Mr. She wasn't in danger. That makes the story worse. She ran from a tiny bat. Yeah, she could have got rabies. She could have got rabies. All right, tell me, what would you do? What would you do? What would I do? Run! Save her. Okay. With my wife? Yeah, I, I would tell what would my you wife, let's, let's get out there. I would push her out. That, that's that's what I did. Your wife. No, no, you no, said no, 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 he runs out. She gets bitten by the bat. Right. She what? turns whoa, into whoa, whoa. a vampire. That's what's, yo, and yeah. then she then comes in and, okay. yeah. and gets then, revenge on, on him for leaving. Exactly. Andrew Selva doesn't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> could have gotten bitten. Yeah. We don't know. I, he left. I tell, okay? that, I tell that story of pride. You know why? Because uh, <laughs> most, most people would do the same. Mm, I don't know, man. Hell yeah, this reminds me of the Tamron Hall story when she broke up with that guy because she was drowning in the water and he didn't go save her. there. Well, that's a little extreme. <laughs> yeah, Can I ask you a question, Mr. Elbow? She said she had a vest on, so she didn't need help immediately. I wouldn't leave my wife. I just want to say that for the record. I love she's her right dearly. Here. She's the most important person in the world to me, and I would not leave her with the dangerous, deadly bat. One time they wanted you to be uh, in, a, in a 007 movie, James Bond, mm. right? James Bond, first of all, would have never ran from the bat. But what, were you ever thinking about doing a James Bond thing? No, I mean, it's you know, this is the most famous rumor in the world, you know, and when I get to speak to people one-on-one, -on -one, it just never... It's just a rumor. Oh wow! At this stage, at this at this, at this stage, it's more like a will of a nation. Like everywhere I go, people go, "Yo, you should play James Bond." And you know, at this juncture, it's beyond me, right? Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'm thankful for the rumor. You know, uh, it's an honor to to be associated to that character, but I've mm -hmm. never played him. Never. I'm sure if Will Packer gets the chance to produce it, Idris Elba will be double <laughs> I guarantee that'll happen. I play Idris in everything. Well, I, like they say, I put mm. that shit on everything. I put it. Well, I'm not saying you would do it, but I would. You know what I mean? You put me in all your number ones. Let's I, put it that way. I, well, you know what? I, I'll Ooh. take that. I'll take that. Well, you never first, thought about Kevin Hart for this role in yeah. Beast? <laughs> Could you see? It'd be a very different movie. <laughs> very different movie. Really? It just is the guy for this. Kevin would have fought that back. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin definitely would have. Kevin's the same size the same as the bat. That would have been wow. wow. That's why the chairs are so low. I don't know if you know. Kevin Hart bought those chairs. That's why they're so short, because he wants everybody on his level. I believe that. Don't you say I don't that, believe that's that. Like, I'm not, yeah, I think the desk is uncharacteristically high. Yeah, this desk high. is really high. 
Like, right. I don't know. I can't put that on Kevin, man. The new one will be better. But um, the new one on Angelique's show. Yeah. Angelique got her own. Mine's definitely upgraded. Yes, yes. Uh, it's a lot of changes. Better coming. desk. Wow. So what do y'all want it. people to get out of this movie, Beast? Like when we go see, because you know when black people nowadays, when we go see something full of black people, yeah, we got to have a message in it. It got to be something. Like what do you want us to get out of it after we see it? Don't leave your family. <laughs> Fight for your family. That's I real. know you ain't saying that. After what we just heard. Family is everything. That's good though. That's real. I no, mean, because it, it, it is. is. It is about a family that's going through something. They're it in is. pain. They're in trauma. They're in turmoil. Mm-hmm. Even before they get there and have to deal with this, you know, bloodthirsty lion. And the lion is is a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna tell you, like, it's a real deal. So I know we talking about the subtext and the nuance. That's always gonna be there, especially in the Idris Elba project. But the reality is that it's super exciting. It's edge of your seat. It's the perfect, like, you know, end of summer, you know, go to the theater, get in some Macy and watch a crazy movie that's really, really good. It is that. Go spill a little popcorn. You're going to hit the person next to you. Definitely. Like, it goes there. But we go, you know, like, there's a a tendency with action films where, you know, the the male character has to be a, you know, dominant action figure. My character is a doctor. He can't hold a gun. He don't know how to fight. And he's put himself, he puts himself in a situation in harm's way for his children. And so, you know, you, you know, I, I was always careful that not to oversell this film as a film where you're going to see a man fighting lions. You know, no man fights lions. Lions, mm-hmm. if they hit a man, you so, are defending yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what, you know, um, I want people to take from this film. Like, sometimes you have to do what you have to do. And you might not look cool doing it, but you have to do what you have to do. Will, are you going to produce the Oscars next year? Hey, there's nothing, <laughs> there's no way. Really? Offer me anything. There's no way i do it again. Why? No I've done it. Done it. Damn, Will. It no. And I'm talking, when I say Dan Will, I mean Smith. Nah, I've done it. Done it. Done. It's like producing 10 movies at once, mm-hmm. man. It's an incredibly labor intensive process. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, I and I like poured everything into it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Driss was one of the first people to text me after it all, you know, went down. And he just said, like, something to the effect of, you know, heavy is heavy is the head that wears the crown. Mm-hmm. You know, stay up, King. Like, you know, that's my guy. He does that. I will say, though, that the way you reformatted the sort of intimacy of the Oscars was cool. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It just felt like, you know, um, that it was just less stuffy, less awardsy. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it gave a little shorter runway if you want to slap someone. You, you just want to them. But, no, I'm just Come saying, on, the intimacy... The intimacy you was definitely. <laughs> you created. No, I'm just saying the that. Environment. You know, you're that close. Someone piss you off. You just can't get up. But before, you'd have to walk you... a long way. So how yeah. would you have reacted to something like that, Idris? Mm-hmm. How would you? Because you know, you're a professional. Oh boy. Been professional. We always seen you professional. Mm-hmm. Somebody does that to you on live TV. How do you react? I mean, you have to be in the moment. But you know, if someone like Will, I understand we're all going through some shit. I'm not going to air him out on TV. It's not. It's not good for both of us to go down like that. You haven't. You having a moment? It's okay. Okay, let's just deal with this backstage. That's what I've done, especially if my brother's holding down this whole show, everyone's watching us, the whole industry's gonna be like, oh, I wonder what they're gonna do with this show. I'm just gonna make sure that I don't contribute to it and feel, uh, add fire. But in the moment, who knows, you know? Yeah. In the moment, who knows? That was, a very, healed, that was a very healed answer you gave just now. 100%, yeah, I know yeah. what show I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you. The show that us. comes on before Angela Yee. That's hey, what yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. 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 The opening act. Angela Angela Yee. Yee. The opening <laughs> That's right. But it's Idris Elba, Will Packer, The Beast, The Beast, the movie, August 19th. We appreciate you guys for joining us. Love y'all, Thank Love you, love you guys. Thank you so much. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Lori Harvey. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor report, rumor report.
Report. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Lori Harvey sat down with Tiana Taylor for Bumble's Love to See It series and talked about dating because, you know, it's Bumble. And one of the things she talked about was dating on her own terms. Here's what she had to say. I grew up with brothers. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, I know how this is going down. (laughs) I'm just going to move accordingly. And also, like, I almost got married very young. Mm -hmm. And so I think after that, it made me be like, okay, I felt like. I hadn't really experienced anything. I didn't really know myself. I didn't really know what I liked, what I didn't like. I just feel like I hadn't really experienced life. So I think at that point, then I was like, okay, I'm about to, like I said, just date on my terms. And like, however I want to move, whatever I want to do, I'm going to do it. And if it's no longer serving me, I'm going to move on. Damn. Wow. Y'all really going to make Michael B. Jordan go back to white women, man. Yo, shut up, man. Better get him before Labor Day, Michael well, B. Jordan. Lori- no white women after Labor Day. Lori Harvey also said that she does not want whoever she's dating to be cool with his ex. Because, you know, there are rumors that and at, that were circulating that Michael B. Jordan got back together with his ex, etc. Here's what she said about that. If you had a red, what would it be? I would say if you're too close to your exes, mm. that's a red flag. <laughs> Cordial like, cool. Cordial. Okay, you speak. I don't want y'all to have beef yet, okay? Because then that gets messy. So how would you take it if it was genuine? Nah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, yeah, it's like... It's not adding up for me. It's not. Because I feel like if y'all going to be that level of close, then we don't need to be doing this. Like, y'all should still try and probably figure that out or work that out. Yeah, then also, too, it's like, on the flip, how would you feel? Are you cool if I'm still cool with my exes? And that's my thing. Don't dish what you can't take. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I feel like... Now, what if your ex is a baby mama or a baby daddy, though? Because you gotta be... I mean, you would hope... Yeah, you don't have a choice in that situation. Hmm. Yeah, but, you know, if they don't have any kids together... I think being cordial is good. You don't want somebody that hates their ex and slams them all the time. That says a lot about him as a person if he's doing that. So being cordial is cool. All right, now she also talks about her own growth. I feel like that's the beautiful part of growth. Yes. You know, what I wanted at 21, I don't want at 25. Right. But at 21, I can't really speak to where she was outside. That's what I'm saying. Two different like, mindsets, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, yeah. two different, I don't even know her anymore. Yeah, I, don't. I don't know who she is. Ooh. This is who we're dealing with today. <laughs> Like, live I your life like, and you can't live yeah. your life based on like what other people are going to think how other people are going to feel because at the end of the day it's you it's your life right. so it's going to make you happy like I never want to look back and be like oh I wish I did or right. oh why didn't I da, da, da. I'm going to do it I agree love all versions of yourself though and give all versions of yourself uh, grace but yes I agree with her for the most part all right, now, Wendy Williams fans are concerned after she posted a teaser video for her podcast the Instagram page is the Wendy Experience Podcast, and she posted, trust me, I will be back. And here is that trailer. Co-host, I'm famous, and I'll be back. Trust me. That's that's it? Uh, we don't know any anything else about that? Yeah, that's it. Mm. I really wish that's y'all stop putting the camera on Wendy Williams until she's uh you know back to 100%. I don't know why y'all keep doing it. It's very wet. Yeah, people are uh, concerned about her. According to her rep, William Selby, he said that previously the podcast will hopefully debut in mid-August, but he doesn't feel that she's ready to get back to work fully. 
He said she's telling me she wants to do the podcast every day. She's ready to do this thing today, and I'm fighting her off. He said she just isn't 100% yet. Well, if you know that, then, you know, stop putting the camera on her. I don't know if it's him doing it, but whoever's doing it, you're not doing her any favors by Correct. continuing to put the camera on her. And if she's not ready to get back to work, then she's probably not ready to be back in front of the camera in any way, shape, or form. But now do we understand why the bank is probably holding that money just to make sure things are okay? And it's their fault. Whoever keeps recording those videos, whoever, you know, recording their audio, putting it out, it's y'all the ones make, making the bank think that. Because every mm -hmm. time somebody hears that audio or sees that video, what do you think? Something's wrong. Correct. Stop it. It's not hard, people. Stop. All right. And Young Miami has teased a new episode of Carisha Please on Revolt. And on this next episode, it is JT, her city partner in crime, and Saucy Santana, another close friend <coughs> of theirs. So they're like best friends. So here is that trailer for the next episode. Can you please impersonate me? Nobody wants to be going from, I'm so in love, like two seconds later. He got me fed up. <laughs> <laughs> I was calling you, bitch. I was offended. Bitch, you been not even joking. Carisha got Carisha, please. JT, you so motherfucking talented and so wrong. Why you won't do nothing? I'm not thinking, like, oh, I'm going to do this without JT. People love us as a group, and we stronger as a group. We stronger together. Why the f is y'all doing that? Like, is like, that a Sagittarius thing? No, that's a real bitch thing. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a good one. Mm -hmm. Listen, man, the world needs the city girls, okay? Dropping the clues bombs for the city girls. You know how I get my city girls, okay? They are needed for the ecosystem. The properly thriving prosper. And our prosper. saucy Santana as well. Salute to saucy. <laughs> All right, so the episode is out today. Amandela Yee, and that's your rumor report. Oh, that was a podcast? Yes, that's Carisha, please. Do you it's listen? I did. Sounded like a movie it's or a TV Revolt show. TV. I didn't know. Either way, Stupid. I was going to tune in. I didn't you know. You know, she interviewed Kevin Gates. She interviewed oh, yeah, Diddy. I know. This is the next episode. Yeah, be listening. It just sounded like a TV. It didn't sound like a TV show to you, like a reality she show. Check on Carisha, please. Man, I can't keep up with what content is content. I didn't know if that was TV or not. I mean, technically it is, though, because it's going to come out on video. Well, who are you giving your donkey to? Uh, four after the hour, man. Let's just talk to some humans. You okay. know, our fellow humans out there because i always tell y'all that we need each other in order to uh properly just be safe out here right because like we, we we literally rely on the one thing that's the most unpredictable which is human behavior to stay safe but we'll talk about it for after the hour all right we'll get to that next it's the breakfast club good morning the breakfast club your mornings will never be the same this program is sponsored by BetterHelp. You have a lot on your mind. BetterHelp makes it easy to find a licensed therapist suited to your needs. Get 10% off your first month of online therapy at B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash The Breakfast Club. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC.
We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. That's pretty fun. Charlemagne the devil? <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Donkey of the Day for Thursday, August 11th is going to all you humans out there who are attacking monkeys because of the monkeypox outbreak. You heard what your Uncle Charlotte said. Humans are out here attacking monkeys because they feel that the source of all this poxin is the actual monkeys, okay? Monkeys are getting attacked so much that the World Health Organization, the WHO, is urging the public not to attack them. 
See, y'all think I'm lying. Let's go to, uh, what's the news report, Eddie? Let's Associated go to the Associated Press. Press for the report, please. Sao Paulo, AP. The World Health Organization expressed sorrow on Tuesday for the killing of monkeys in Brazil amid fears of monkeypox contagion. Brazilian news website G1 reported on Sunday that 10 monkeys had been poisoned in less than a week in the city of São José do Rio Preto in Sao Paulo state. Similar incidents were reported in other cities. People have to know that the transmission we see now is among humans, said Margaret Harris, a WHO spokeswoman, during a press conference in Geneva. Do we have Dr. Margaret Harris? Can we hear her? The concern should be about where it's transmitting in the human population and what humans can do to protect themselves from getting it and transmitting it. They should certainly not be attacking any animals. So do not stigmatize any animal or any human, because if you do that, we will have a much larger outbreak. Hmm. Humans are so strange. Like we have to literally be the strangest creatures to ever grace God's third rock from the sun. See, what makes us so unique is that God gave us all free will, but here's the thing, <clears throat> it's not free will. Okay, free will has led many of us to pay a price that ends up costing us everything. And the fact that some of y'all are allowed to make your own choices in life is gonna ruin us all. Okay, I mean, there is a part of me that can understand why you might think the poxin is actually coming from monkeys, which is also why I've always, you know, thought that what's in a name quote by Shakespeare is complete BS. He was trying to convey that the naming of things is irrelevant and that's just simply not true. Okay, what you name something is what it is. All right, you say to me monkeypox, first thing I'm thinking about is primates, but then I'm going to immediately do some research to find out what monkeypox is. Okay, why are you calling this thing monkeypox? I'm not going to just assume and blame it on Curious George them. All right, chickens be out here poxing too, but I don't see y'all attacking them. Wait, maybe we do. Is this the reason chickens can be slaughtered and turned into number ones from Chick-fil-A and two-piece spices from Popeyes and nobody cares? Well, let me ask you this. Riddle me this, okay? You know chickens be poxing, but you still choose to eat them, right? You know why? Because you know they don't be poxing. You know damn well chickens don't spread no pox, and you know monkeys don't spread no pox either. Just like when you're having a problem, and it's a problem you're trying to solve, and you say, I'm trying to get the monkey off my back, we know you're not talking about a literal monkey! The fact that who spokesperson, Dr. Margaret Harris, had to come out and say what people need to know is that the transmission we are seeing is happening between humans? <gasps> Envy, did you ever think at any point it was monkeys spreading the pox to humans? No. Angela Yee, did you ever think at any point it was monkeys spreading the pox to humans? No. <sighs> this lets me know Jesus. The son of God, big Christ, is not coming back. All right, why would he? He already died once for y'all, and look at how you choose to spend your time. Y'all out here poisoning monkeys because of the fear of monkeypox? Here's another thing. If you actually thought monkeys spread the pox, wouldn't you be social distancing? How close do you have to get to a monkey to poison them? They rescued at least 10 monkeys in Brazil and said all of them showed signs of intoxication or having been harmed. Okay, the environmental military police in Brazil believe the poisonings were perpetrated by people out of a fear of monkeypox. So I ask again, if you can get up on a monkey to poison them or harm them, how scared are you really of catching what you think they spreading? <gasps> I know we are in the last days of the breakfast club as we know it, but ladies and gentlemen, we in the last days of human intelligence, all right, human brain evolution as we know it as well. 
All right, humans evolved large brains and great intelligence in order to keep up with our complex social groups. We know that, right? We've always been a social species and we may have developed our intelligence in part to maintain those relationships and function successfully in these environments. But you don't really need intelligence to function in any environment anymore. Okay, all right? So I guess because of that, I would never have a shortage of donkey pox to spread. Please give these humans who are out here attacking monkeys and killing monkeys because they think the monkeys are spreading monkey pox, the biggest hee-haw. <sighs> this world. This world. Did y'all see that monkey that tried to swipe the baby? They've been doing it in India. Like they've a been, baby? Yeah, kidnapping babies in India. The monkey's been uh, kidnapping babies. I think they killed one or two, too. And that's a good reason to attack and kill monkeys. It's self-preservation. You're defending yourself. But Correct. truthfully, what's happening is the earth is rebelling against us against us because the earth is tired of us. So what's going to happen is Mother Nature and all the animals eventually going to uh, rebel against the humans because your body rejects viruses for the most part, right? Because, you know, if they if they can, if you've got a good immune system. Correct. We are the viruses to this earth. They are sick of our... Okay? And I would be too. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today, sir. Mm -hmm. Up next, ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Alyssa. Good morning, Alyssa. What's your question for ye? So I was, I started a job maybe about a year and a half ago. And when mm -hmm. I started the job, I made it very clear my intentions and not saying it's an entry-level position and wanting to grow and get a promotion. Um, and I feel like there is a girl on my team. It's a white girl. I'm black. And she's super bubbly and, like, this happy-go-lucky girl. And I feel like they're gearing more towards promoting her because of her race. Because her work isn't really that great, but my work is, but I'm not... Uh, the same type of personality as her and I'm not sure how to handle this situation I have had conversations with my manager and she's just like oh yeah you're definitely one of the top contenders but when it's time for recognition or opportunity she never brings them my way but always does for the other girl and the only difference I see is the, is the race thing so I'm not mm -hmm. really sure how to address this situation or what to do I don't really feel seen or heard in my work environment and unfortunately i strongly feel like it's because i'm a black woman okay so a few things here is there anybody above her that you could meet with uh that's funny you asked. i actually scheduled a meeting with her boss in the attachment today actually well listen and when let me tell you something when you go in that meeting you go in there with proof that you can show up all the things that you've done, accomplished, how you've gone above and beyond what your responsibilities are. You let them know how much you enjoy working there. You came there at an entry-level position, knowing that you were going to prove yourself and show why you deserve more. And you have these goals that you want to obtain, but for some reason, something has not been clicking and you need to talk to her superior about that so that they were aware of the situation. Now, the only thing that could happen is that might make this go wrong is that it could make, and this happened to me before, that's why I'm saying this. Mm -hmm. It did make my immediate superior have a grudge against me for going above right. his head. <clears throat> and so when I had done that, he had an issue that I went over his head. I did end up getting my raise uh, at the time that I did it. But after that, he was a little bit out to get me. 
And so I just mm-hmm. want to warn you, there could be some type of repercussions, but I think you just need to make sure you document everything. And when you go in there, mm-hmm. make sure you have hard solid proof of all the work that you've been doing. But also always know that you have to keep options open, right? As you're right. Uh, climbing up the ladder where you are, make sure you're still putting out fearless out there. It's a great time to be uh, somebody with skills because a lot of employers mm-hmm. now are looking for great people and it's a competitive environment out there when it comes to hiring. And so you'll have your pick if, you know, just even from me speaking to you, I can tell that you seem like a very driven person. And I love the fact that you've already scheduled this meeting with the person above her. So I think at times that's what you got to do. You got to go above that person. And when you go in mm-hmm. there, it's a positive, upbeat conversation. But right. just say, you know, I'm confused as to what it is that I need to be doing that I'm not doing to be able to accomplish these things. Please let me know. Right. And you know what makes me so nervous about that is the possibility of retaliation. And it just sucks sometimes being a woman of color in the workforce and it's like you have absolutely a job you're having a fight to keep your job you're having a fight to get a promotion so it's like it's scary it's but else at the same time you don't want to sit down and not say anything yeah i mean look i had to go to a white man <laughs> and you know <laughs> it was not easy and sometimes and i want to tell you this too sometimes people don't even know what you're doing so make sure you go in there and let them know sometimes we try to mm-hmm. be humble just think we're going to do our work keep our head down and people will just right. recognize it and you got to speak up and say look here's what i've done i was in charge of this i led this i stay late all the right. time here's what i do above and beyond my responsibilities and above and beyond what i get paid to do and you know let me know what what's missing here right thank you i, I really 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 do appreciate that all right great listen i wish you the best of luck with your meeting today thank you have a good day and congratulations as well thank you all right. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello. Who's this? Hey, what's up? My name's Josh. Hey, Josh. Good morning. What's your question for Yee? I want to know. After 10 years, would you want to know the whereabouts of an ex that you hadn't seen? Like, you know, is that important? Just wondering. Is it important to know the whereabouts of an ex? Yeah, of an ex that you haven't seen in 10 years. Like, if you want to know, you know what they're doing, what they're up to, their day-to-day activities after 10 years of not seeing something. Why do you want to know? I'm asking you, do you feel like that's important or is, is that normal for someone to want to know what their ex has been doing after 10 years on a day-to-day basis? It that... feels like you're, are you interested in your ex? Is that why you want to know? No, I won't know. Do you I'm, miss them? I, I'm not interested. I'm just wondering if that's a normal thing that guys or girls do or is that a normal thing that women do after five or ten years with no kids, you know, no type of proposals or anything like that? Is that something normal? Um, I mean, look, I think a lot of times people at a certain point may look up and see what their ex is doing, but I don't. I think it's not normal if it's something that's like obsessive. You might have a spark in your head, like I wonder what such and such is up to, and then you might look on Facebook or you know just do a little quick Google search of their name just to see. But it, I don't know if this is something that you. I'm not understanding your full situation. What does this have to do with you? Okay, so I'm 36 now. After I dated someone back Mm -hmm. in high school, I was like 17 or 18. And I've seen this person two or three times. And I'm just wondering, 
is is the, could it be a coincidence or there might be someone sharing some information? Would that be normal if you run into someone that you or uh, you know someone that you dated when you were like seventeen or eighteen? You know, so decades ago. You feeling like there could be a, a love connection between the two of you again? I'm just wondering. No, not a really a love connection. I'm just saying, like, it's the, I'm, I'm not, I don't, from from the situations that, you know, and, and the things that girls say. And Josh, this. I just need you to be honest. What's Why are you interested? Because you ran into this person a couple of times. It's okay if you want to see if there's, you know, a potential. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not that. I'm just wondering, like, what, what, like, can I get some feedback on what someone may be thinking? You know, what, what, what would you be thinking after? Uh, like, well, everybody's and, different. I don't know what they're thinking about you, <laughs> but the okay, fact that you want to know and that you're thinking about it tells me that there's something more that you aren't even admitting to yourself. Well, not really. It's just that. I wanted some feedback because if you see somebody two or three times, or let's say this person might drive past your house while you're standing outside, and you you, you see them, they see you, and they keep going, and then you see them <coughs> the other time side of that with no kind of conversation, they walk past you, you know, and, and I mean you, you pass this person two or three times without speaking to them. You don't dated them years ago, so I'm just wondering like what you know. Kind of situation. Well, she could you know, be driving I mean, past your house because that's the way that she has to go. <laughs> Seriously? Well, what if this? I mean, I, I I just don't believe that. So you come all the way from the suburbs, or you come all the way from the far south side just to drive past somebody's house. I mean, I'm standing outside. I see someone drive past. Okay, so you. So you think she's huh? interested in you? You think she's interested okay. in you? It's it's either that. Or it's like, are these tests? Am I being tested to see what kind of emotions I have? Like, you haven't seen someone in 10 years and they just want to walk past or drive past without, you know, saying Josh, I'm going to be honest. I think you have some type of emotions, and that's why you're paying attention to this. Why don't you say hi? Of course I'm paying attention. So the thing thing is, is... like, so it's not creepy or weird if you see somebody that you've known, you know, 10 years ago and they bypass you two or three times on three different Was occasions. it a, a bunny boiling in your kitchen? Uh, Josh, listen, just say hi to her. What's her name? Why don't you say hi to her right now? Uh, Well, I'm not going to call anyone name out. I don't know if they're listening <laughs> or not, but yeah, hello, uh, person who passed me two or three times without saying anything. Um, I'm not sure if they're listening, but yeah, I'll say hi, and I hope everything's okay. You know, I hope you're safe, and you survived COVID and monkeypox. You know, I don't have any hate in my heart for it. Well, she definitely survived if she's driving past. All right, Josh, but next time you see her, just say hey and have a conversation. That's how you'll find out. Okay. Thanks. You're welcome. All right, ASCII, 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way? All right, and ASAP Rocky will talk about his alleged shooting victim now that they have identified who that person is. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. 
so last night, Britney Spears' ex, Kevin Federline, posted some videos saying, I cannot sit back and let my sons be accused in this way after what we they've been through. As much as it hurts us, we decided as a family to post these videos the boys took when they were 11 and 12. This isn't, isn't even the worst of it. The lies have to stop. I hope our kids grow up to be better than this. And these videos allegedly show Britney and her interaction with the kids. They're 15 and 16 now, right? or 16 and 17, but this is when they were 11 and 12. So here is one of the videos. Come in here when we're trying to go to bed and then you just... This is my house. If I want to come in here and give you lotion for your face because it is coarse and all you tell me... <laughs> no, it's fine, it's fine. No, it's not fine. You all better start respecting me. Are we clear? Yeah. And when Robin calls and you're all, you're all even Robin's a kid she goes what have you been doing to your kids you're all you all need to start treating me like a woman with worth i am a woman okay be nice to me do you understand yeah now how, listen how old are the kids at that time 11 and 12. i'm still stuck on the word coarse is that's what white people call ashy your face was coarse nick is that what white people call <laughs> ashy coarse but you see the, the difference between the way people parent their kids there's no way that my mom would be like, I'm a woman with worth. My mother would have... I'm going to be honest with you. After she said course, I was just sitting there confused. <laughs> she, she I was like, like damn, I never heard like white people say that. She was like, you, I'm a woman with worth. My mom would be like, I'm a woman with worth. She'd be like, put that damn lotion on. If you don't, I'm going to beat your ass. And you know what? I would have put the lotion on. Okay. I'm gonna, not going to lie. This didn't okay. make me... All right. Make Kevin Federline's case to me. I mean, it wasn't. He said there's worse. I don't know, but that didn't. I got talked to a lot worse as a kid. Yeah, I did. Me too. Your mom yeah. said. Well, listen. Let's I was. Be, a, I was uh, like, I don't know if this is. Well, we need to be honest abusive. about a lot no. of the ways that we grew up. A lot of the ways we grew up, our parents were abusing us. There was. You get beat with it. I got beat with an extension cord and got made to take a bath, bro. That that was abuse. Come on now. Having to pick abuse. a switch is psychological and physical abuse. abuse. What do you mean you go pick the switch? I gotta that go pick the weapon you about to beat me with? Bro, you sold crack though, so it was well deserved. No, bro. I wasn't selling crack then. I wasn't nowhere near I'm selling sure you crack. Were doing then. Something bad. No, I wasn't. I was just being a little kid. No, you wasn't. You, I ain't deserved none of them ass whippings I got. Don't you talk to me about my trauma. You put a hole in your trailer and put your penis through that hole, bro. Like like you was a bad I don't you know what you're talking about. You told me you did that. First of all, first of all, first of all, I never got in trouble with that okay oh, sorry i got in trouble for uh lighting the, the the room in the trailer on fire not on fire but i was lighting the carpet with a mat with a lighter like you lighting it and putting me. it out like you not with an extension house. cord you're, and made to take a bath you're lighting the house you're, you're setting the house on fire not with an extension cord and made to take a bath yes, you, you, that could have been a belt you're sitting there. well you definitely should take a bath <laughs> that could have just been a regular Bro, belt listen you try to set the I house on my, fire. my mom has beat me with the uh you know the, the 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 things that they hang on the wall like the wooden spoons and the, yes i didn't got hit with one of those you deserved it though no i did not Look at you as a kid Black parents are crazy. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> the weapons that they use Bro. to torture us, they got that from their slave masters. I only know okay? 10% of your story. And 10% of the story, you deserve to get beat more. That's not true. Not, come on. Not, 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 it was excessive. Bro. Most black most beatings, the house most, on fire. most beatings from black parents were excessive back then. Do you remember when the, 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 the uh. No, I don't. Shut up. When the, the kid from your school beat you up when you was making fun of him? Remember that? You deserved to get your ass whooped. Were you kid. there, Envy? The Down syndrome kid. And you was making fun of him. He didn't have Down syndrome. What do you ask? Say what you want to say. Say no. it. No. Say the word. I don't know the proper context anymore. Say the word, word. King. I don't, I don't know the proper context <laughs> exactly. anymore. Exactly. I, say, I go with Down syndrome. Exactly. The word that we used to could say because it's in the dictionary, but we can't say it no more. What? You know. Don't get me started. <laughs> but you did. Yeah. All right. Oh, let I'll me move on from this. Um, Rihanna. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, well, since you brought that up, let's talk about ASAP Rocky. Go, yeah! victim. Is ASAP Relly who is filing a civil lawsuit. So he has identified himself publicly as the alleged victim, according to a statement provided to Rolling Stone. Uh, ASAP Relly, a.k.a. Terrell Efron, is saying that he intends to file that civil lawsuit against Rocky over the shooting, which reportedly took place in an obscure location in central Hollywood. He claims he agreed to meet with ASAP Rocky to resolve a disagreement, saying once he arrived at the location, he was confronted by an armed ASAP Rocky who was accompanied by two men. They said, unbeknownst to Mr. Efron, ASAP Rocky was not just planning for a conversation and came armed with a semi-automatic handgun. After arriving at the location, a conversation ensued whereby without provocation, warning, or any justification, ASAP Rocky produced handgun and intentionally fired multiple shots at Mr. Efron. So these are all allegations right. at this point. All right. And I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Well, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. Don't forget, my car show is August 20th in Atlantic City. It is like 10 days left. So if you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets. Would love to see you. Celebrity cars, amusement rides for the kids, and a whole lot more. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When it's time to get with someone special, the best way to do it is with Magnum Large Size Condoms. That gold foil wrapper is a badge of honor and it means you're protected. And you take care of things with comfort. Except no substitutes. Bring the pleasure with the gold standard. Magnum. Large size condoms. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Just want to remind you, we still got 10 days left to my car show. Celebrity cars. It's a family fun day, so bring the family, bring your parents, bring your kids, your nephews, your nieces. There's so much going on from uh, Cars from 50, uh, Fat Joe, Little Uzi Vert, Meek Mill. There's games, rides, roller skating rings. BMX, they have a BMX track to uh, show the kids how to do wheelies and tricks. And we also got a wheelie school where uh, this guy's going to be bringing a motorcycle and teaching people how to do wheelies. And there's a bed connected to the motorcycle, so you can't fall back and it goes a certain speed. But it's pretty cool, so I can't wait for you guys to check all that out. Tickets on sale right now. I can't wait to meet you guys and see you guys. Now, you got a positive note? Yes. Uh, first of all, I want to remind y'all that this is the last days of the Breakfast Club as you know it. <laughs> You know, because Angela Yee is going to get her. She's got her own show called uh, All the Way Up with Angela Yee. A Way Up with Angela Yee. Uh, that will be syndicated in the middays uh, on 30-plus markets throughout the country um, starting this fall. So salute to Angela Yee. But um, I just want to tell everybody, man, you know, change is at the very core of evolution. And without it, all creatures would look alike and behave the same way. So, you know, be grateful for change and evolution. Breakfast Club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. 
Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply